Welcome to another episode, Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights. Thanks, sponsors, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. Uh, you can see from the title, I, I, not, I don't want to make this completely frivolous, but I, yesterday's episode was such a downer. I just thought I'm going to do a speculative issue that causes, that maybe takes some people out of their comfort zone, but just something that's a, a little bit of an escape. So that it's the what if proposition. What if President Trump loved sports cards? So how, how would you like that? President Trump is the most polarizing, uh, president uh, America's ever had. Uh, but he's not. He, he may present as this uh, simply, and, and too many people have this dichotomy of love him or hate him. Uh, again, most people think that all Democrats hate him and all Republicans love him. And I can assure you, neither of those are true. Um, but what would it be like? What, what if President Trump was a collector, was a dealer, was involved in the sports card industry? He'd be our quote unquote first collector. Well, he obviously understands the power of brand. Can you imagine a Trump cards? Uh, can you imagine a company that he, uh, now if he owned the company, it, it would be a shell company. It would be uh, highly leveraged and it would have non-recourse financing. And, and even though he's a billionaire, somehow he'd figure out a way to uh, uh, not have much money in it, but have a, have something that had a big impact that could potentially corner, not the market, but a market, because I think that's the way he thinks. I'm going to try to straddle my comments here of not being uh, throwing our president under the bus or uh, glorifying him in, in any way. He's in a in a tough position and he's got more things to think about today than than if he were a collector. But uh, I can tell you this, I'm pretty sure he would not collect uh, players, celebrities, uh, sports stars who don't like him uh, because that's not what he does. If you don't like him, he's, he's not going to like you. And so I can imagine he would only tra- track in uh, players that he really liked. I could see him uh, contacting uh, PSA. And at the same time, having his representatives contact BGS and start negotiating what, uh, how he could get a good deal for grading for his company. And I'm sure that the, what he'd be asking for is how much BGS would pay him per card to get his cards graded and PSA would have to match it or beat it. And he'd be looking for some exclusive uh, endorsement that included him not having to pay for his grading and maybe having him uh, get paid to 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 choose them. He'd probably do something similar with ComC. He'd say, hey, Tim, uh, how would you like to have all of my business in uh, cards that I want to put onto ComC? But what I'd like from you, ComC, is I'd like to pay no listing fees, no storage fees, and we can negotiate how much you will pay me for the ability to, uh, for your ability to say that, uh, you, that you are the, uh, platform of choice, uh, for my uh, certain cards. Again, not sure they would go for that at the same time. He's, uh, again, equal time for the card companies. He goes to tops. Again, this is the what if he goes to tops. He goes to Panini, he goes to upper deck and he says, I would like for you to be my exclusive, uh, autographed uh, card company. I'd like to do uh, an autograph cards. I'd like to do, uh, I'd like to uh, have some subsets and some special uh, sets that that I do that I endorse because I'm president, but I also love sports cards. And he'd be having his people negotiate with Topps, Panini, and Upper Deck, maybe even Leaf. <laughs> and uh, but all of a sudden, they would have their exclusive, and then they would find out that through his attorneys that their exclusive is only for the sport, <laughs> that he has exclusives with each company at the maximum price. So, because he's a master negotiator, according to his uh, book. Uh, one thing he would do, 
uh, you know, we're talking about some visible things he do, but most, uh, many wealthy collectors collect by proxy and buy by proxy. In other words, they have somebody that, that does that for them so that they're not, so they don't, they can be uh, kind of in the background. I believe he would do that too, too. Another clever thing he might do, I'm not sure how well it would turn out, but he would use his influence to have a reality TV show on collecting that would, where he would be maybe not saying you're fired, but he'd have some kind of a way that uh, people were bringing cards in or talking about what they would do to get, get cards. He'd have some kind of reality TV show on card collecting. And that would be fun, perhaps. Um, he would uh, redefine, uh, you know, make America great again in terms of collecting. I'm not sure what the golden age of collecting was, uh, that he would want to make American collecting, sports card collecting great again. It was great back in the day, uh, but it, it may be even greater now. So I don't know that we want to go back. Let's let's make the best of it right now. Uh, and for th- some of you are saying, well, I don't know if we if we'd want President Trump in our industry. Well, uh, think about it. He is a billionaire. I, I, I don't think the, the industry wants to turn away billionaire uh, collectors. Uh, much of the run up in price has come from. Uh, a few uh, billionaires, or at least people with uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, who have uh, dropped some uh, big bucks on uh, glamour cards and built out some pretty amazing collections. What about immigration and tariffs? You know, President Trump is noted by critics, and certainly even his fans know that he has a certain way of looking at the world from America-centric perspective. Um. I don't think he has any problem with foreign customers. You know, that's that's not a problem. He he has a problem with foreign producers. So again, Panini is very wise to to when you see the Panini literature, it's Panini America. So even though Panini, the parent company, is Italian, Panini America is who's doing business over here. And again, that would that would please President Trump. He likes uh, deregulated markets. That's one of the reasons he would probably like uh, card collecting in our in our industry. It's very deregulated. No. Uh, a lot of people can do a lot of stuff uh, without uh, government intervention. Obviously, the FBI has gotten involved a couple times. Uh, note, I don't want to rehash that, but uh, there are certain things where laws are broken. And, um, you know, he's, he's. Um, I, I'm not going to get specific, but he, his critics say that he hates certain groups of people. One group that he supposedly hates is half the population, and then there are some other minorities. Um, but frankly, that's not the... Another reason he might like our industry is that that's not, that's not the predominant uh, demographic in our industry. And so he, uh, he might regard being in our industry and having, having a situation with his, uh, he might think he's in the middle of friendlies, although I cannot imagine him coming to a show. Uh, and again, this COVID-19, the coronavirus thing, uh, puts in jeopardy just how shows might be conducted in the future. But even in the old world, pre, pre-coronavirus, it's hard to imagine uh, a, a, a sitting president of the United States or a former president, if President Bush were to show up at a card show. I mean, he just, I know he just doesn't go places without uh, Secret Service and, uh, and Trump would be the same way. So it'd be very disruptive. On the other hand, for him to be quietly buying up cards of of uh, players and celebrities that he he that he likes and, and as I said that like him that you know more money into the industry again it's a supply and demand situation and add a little more um, add a little more demand by uh, somebody with a with a big bankroll 
chasing certain cards, uh, the, 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 the challenge would be, and this comes up with the, the Gary V situation and other, uh, glamour, uh, well, uh, n- notable collectors is that you don't really want to be going after what they're going after after they go after it. You want to go after what they're going after before they go after it. It's a, a variation on the Wayne Gretzky skate to where the puck is going to be, not where the puck is. It's, it's why, why little kid soccer is everybody's chasing the ball instead of, uh, uh, proper spacing. So if you're aware of a situation where somebody is, uh, with a lot of money is going to be chasing something, then, you know, go, go get what they're going after. And that way you can buy it before the price goes up. So a little bit of rambling here, just uh, trying to give you an episode that's uh, taking minds off the uh, coronavirus and uh, when you're uh, hopefully not getting cabin fever. But uh, just a what-if situation, I'll do a few more. Uh, As always, if you've got a question or comment or suggestion for another perhaps more realistic what-if episode, uh, just contact me at uh, drjamesbeckett at gmail.com. That's all spelled out, D-O-C-T-O-R, jamesbeckett at gmail.com. So thanks for another episode. Uh, again, hang in there. Uh, again, it may get worse before it gets better. Uh, we do not pray for President Trump to be a card collector. That would be uh, probably not a step in the right direction, but it's an interesting what if. So thanks, everybody. Be back tomorrow with another episode.